Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. This February is almost coming to a close. It's been very interesting talking about these films. And then, you know, you have those lists. You know, the AFI used to do those 100 years, 100 stars. You know what's not on that list? It should be Boys in the Hood. Color purple. And that's the thing that bothers me is, is that Hollywood needs to acknowledge that the world is not just white, that the world is black and Asian and Hispanic and gay, straight, bi, trans. That's what the world is. And Hollywood needs to show that in their appreciation of classics. Boys in the Hood is a classic. The Color Purple is a classic. Friday is a classic. The Nutty Professor, you know. Coming to America, the fact that they did a second coming to America 30 years later. I mean, come on. You know. Um, but I the other day when I was talking about Boys in the Hood, I was aware of that. I thought, wow, that is such a great movie. Such a iconic movie, and it's not on any of those lists of the, the century. And it should be. And what a prolific director John Singleton was. He, you know, he's only been gone for two years. It's weird to talk about him like that. Say, oh, was, not is. You know? Yeah. This was a weird week. And, you know, I have to mention Mr. Lawrence Ferlinghetti, who was a beat poet. The beats were basically inspired by Bebop, you know, Dizzy Gillespie, and then, of course, inspired by Charlie Parker uh, and a lot of black poets. And he left this earth at 101. What a way to go. And Gordon Parks, he lived into his 90s, died, I think, in 2006, you know, and the longevity of these icons. Sidney Portier last weekend turned 94. So there's something, there's something to this art, this, you know, this industry. Mm. Yeah. And we are about to enter March. But before we do, I'm going to talk about, of course, coming up Shaft. And of course, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, because he's been in so many films. What an icon. Got into a lot of trouble early on saying what roles he wouldn't play. Yeah. Or how he knew they, it wasn't written for him. And you know, when I think of Margaret Freeman, that voice, that voice, that voice over voice of his, then of course you got to think about, you know, uh, James Earl Jones. 
who did the voice of Darth Vader. What a legendary moment. That a, a man, he, he has said this. Here he was from the South with a really bad stutter. And he grew up to do the voice of one of the greatest villains of all time. Darth Vader. Isn't that amazing? Or Samuel L. Jackson, who had, a, who had a really bad stutter and learned to get rid of it by saying motherfucker all the time. Yeah. To rise above the fray and to be heard. And, you know, what's weird is, is that so many films that are diverse now are right there. We can access them. We can watch them. But the fact that they're not held in the same esteem as these classics like, you know, the Philadelphia story or Bridge Over the River Kwai or Lawrence of Arabia or Titanic, you know, um, you know what's funny about Titanic? There are a lot of the stage extras in that movie are from Mexico. Yeah, they are. Because they filmed it in Mexico. I think they did. I'd have to go back and look. So I guess that's, you know, they were all in the Titanic. Well, the fake one. The one that James Cameron built. In 1996. Yeah. So black film really is American film. It's world film. And these characters, I mean, we've talked about so many. Color Purple. Guest is coming to dinner. In the heat of the night with Sidney Portier. That's a legendary moment. Stormy weather with Lena Horne and the fact that the, at that time you couldn't mix a cast. It, uh, it either had to be a film with white people or black people. And where in stormy weather, she's singing that song. That's what people remember most about that, that movie is her song, the title song. And then Cabin in the Sky where she's playing the other woman. Uh, and, and Ethel Waters is the wife. In fact, she says that to her. She says to little Joe, she says, now you just sit, watch what you say around me to your wife around me. And she says, oh, I'm still the wife and I still got the inside track. Yeah. Interesting moments on film. Icons. Or Claudine with Miss Diane Carroll. Diane Carroll was such a beauty and made her debut in Carmen Jones with Dorothy Dandridge. Hello. Mm. Oh, here's a distinction right here. So Dorothy Dandridge was the first African-American to be nominated for Best Female Lead Actress. Okay. Diane Carroll was the first black actress to have a... TV series in the 60s she played the nurse um what was it called um oh Diane Carroll from uh Dynasty she was nominated for playing Claudine best actress 
you know, um, only a handful of act- actresses have been nominated for Best Actress that are black. Diane Carroll. Diane Carroll was in Eve's Bayou, directed by Casey Lemons, played a very small but pivotal role. Ah, here we go. She rose to prominence in her earliest major film studio films um, featuring all-black cast Carmen Jones and Porgy and Bess. In 1962, Carol won a Tony Award for Best Actress in a Musical, a first for an African-American woman for her role in the Broadway musical No Strings. In 1974, she starred in Claudine alongside James Earl Jones, for which she was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Actress. Her title role in Julia, for which she received the Golden Globe for Best Actress in a Television Series, was the first series on American television to star a black woman in a non-stereotypical role. It was a milestone both in her career and the medium. In the 1980s, this is what I remember because I am a child. I was born in 1980. At the end of it, she played the role of Dominique Devereaux, a mixed-race diva. In the primetime soap drama Dynasty, Carol was the recipient of numerous stage and screen nominations and awards. But see, Dominique and, uh, mm. yeah. From 1984 to 1987, the character is the surprise half-sister of millionaire Blake Carrington. Dominique was written out of the series at the end of the seventh season and did not return for the 1991 miniseries Dynasty, The Reunion. (laughs) I didn't know she was Blake uh, Carrington's sister. Remember, I was a little kid, so I was kind of like... You know, um... Mm. Oh, Linda Evans says something about it. Whatever. Not a fan of Linda Evans. Um, Yeah. I think she died on Dynasty because I remember they had like a funeral for her. I don't know. I was little. I would see it and let me see. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. Learning a lot about it. Because, you know, I I vaguely remember a lot of Dynasty. Miss Diane Carroll. Oh, God, what an icon. Died in 2019. Mm. These, these, you know, she she made a splash with that TV series, Julia. And, um, yeah. So as always, unpleasant dreams, and we will talk more tomorrow about black cinema and these icons that we need to all know of, unpleasant dreams.